motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Talk and Power, episode 132, I believe. And it's me on the mic tonight. Um, I'm joined by our co-host, Nick. Sounds very weird saying that, Nick. I'm sorry, but very weird. And Simon. <laughs> Thanks for having us along. That's all right. So, uh... You probably need to explain why you're hosting tonight, Todd. Um, because Nick was busy. Okay, yeah, that's... that's <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> elaboration there. So, Nick organised the briskler yeah. run, which is uh, Nick's way of having a wog poker run. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Even yeah. though it's... It's not really like poker at all. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. But we had a great time. We had the best time. I'll tell What's you all it like, that. really? It's like... Uh, well, it's... it's um, Trumps. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it it's is. Trumps. Yeah. Wog Trumps. <laughs> that kind of sounds like some election thing or something. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> so, what else has been happening in the world with you guys? I mean, we're, we're locked down. We're almost locked up, but we're, we can't get out of the state. And the February date's gone. How many people have you had to go and buy alcohol for so far? None. But I um I do I can't disclose much about it. I have I am working with a colleague who was not vaccinated and got denied going into a cafe today when we were yeah, 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 there's there's been some interesting things. Yes, in I mean you know essentially forty eight hours. Uh, so there's a few cafes that have um, packed up all their tables and chairs. Yes, and put up signs that say one stand we all stand <laughs> so uh why do you do you guys think the top fuel is going to be cancelled it's going to have to be i i think it has I it think has been cancelled yeah, it's happened. It has. there yeah, you go yeah. there you go yeah yeah no it's um, a bit much i mean we had our first western nationals will still go ahead but yeah, yeah it's not going to be a yeah I, I, I two customers ring me today from over east and they're gutted because they wanted to come over and they're going What's going on, bro? Like, mm, what's this yeah. two weeks and rat and this and that and G- can't get a GTG because it's yeah. not compassionate grounds? It is compassionate grounds, I told them. It's yeah. compassionate grounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. They're, they're, you love drag racing. <laughs> isn't it interesting, but Zap's made the commitment to go east. See, Zap made an announcement yeah. today to go east for the, uh, for the Nationals. So, Zap, Zap's in, you know, he's obviously committed to the I don't want to say what he's committed to but he's committed to going to Sydney yeah yeah. so, yeah, so it's kind of like the Hotel California except the other way around yeah. you can leave you just can't come back <laughs> that's right you can leave any time you want the 300 series no I was about to say no, the no. question <laughs> I have before, yeah, yeah, while yeah, we're yeah. on the COVID topic yeah if we're about to go out and play outside again properly where do you want to go motorsport related or car related list. yeah see me personally I mean I've already thought about this I'd love to just get over east and go see anything over east, but we'd love to go see Bathurst. Well, we we would really like to go well, and see Nicole's family. Yeah. In, in New South Wales, um, we've you know they have not met our children. Well, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Mm. <laughs> so we we um, we were waiting till they were around two, and then COVID hit. So yeah, Nicholas turned four. Yeah. On on the, the um, day. Yeah, on the weekend. And, um, yeah, they, aside from photos and stuff, they've never met, never met him. Yeah. So. I made a list, Todd. (laughs) Where do you go? So I I wrote here, lights out, 
I don't oh, know what even yeah. number they're up to. Lights out. No mercy. U.S. Nationals. And that's not the Tennessee, either, by the way. That's that's the drags, U.S. Yeah. Nationals. Yeah. You know you know what? I, I, I didn't think about this. Yeah, I, I would love to go to the no prep, man. No prep? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't actually have that. Indy 500, U.S. Grand Prix, Monza Grand Prix. Well, yeah, you put more than I did. I just said Bathurst and Goodwood. I didn't think of all those ones Goodwood. either. Well, I was going to put Goodwood, but you put Goodwood there. Right. Goodwood's what about um, Monte Carlo? Nah. No, I don't have a desire <laughs> to go to that God. one. God. No, see, I'd it be... is the best one. No, no, I, it is. But also, if I had a choice, I'd go to Europe and watch three or four F1 rounds all at once. Like, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you time it right, you can jag four yeah. rounds. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. In, anyway. So have you found someone that'll buy your soul? Because that's what it'll cost. No, I'm working. I've got a plan. I've got. I've got a two-year plan now. It all happened the other day. I've got a two-year plan. Okay, but cool. We'll discuss it off air. I've got cool. a two-year plan. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go. I'd actually like to compete in one of those no prep deals. Mm. I, I, I'm just fascinated by that style of racing. Yeah, you know, it looks so cool. So cool. It is. It's got a huge cult following now. It makes, I mean, it's primetime TV. Even yeah. So the, the radial deal was cool when they were running on the same track as the slick cars. Mm. But, you know, with the way they prepped the track now, it's kind of, mm. you know, yeah. very limited. They have to, everything's got to be the right temperature. And, and that's not what it's about. You, you both race on mm. a given track. And you see the NHRA is going away from track prep now. Do you guys... There's no, a, I haven't seen that. There's a really good NHRA podcast that I listen to. And um, first of all, this season, this coming season, is going to be out of control because there's no... There's there's John Force still with a big team yeah. and, and Coletta, but there's no super teams like... Yeah, Don Schumacher down to one car. One car. Well, incredible? he's not even involved in it. It's yeah, Tony's own deal. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? So, um, uh, you know, that's the first exciting thing because you've got basically... Just a bunch of privateers now, you know. Yeah. What I mean, I mean they're, you know, obviously they're, they're rich, but um, not that level. Um, and the NHRA has been working with the crew chiefs and, and advisors, and they found that if they reduce the track prep, the engines last longer. There's less stress on the crankshaft, mm. and they're slowing the cars down because they're getting to like they wanted to stop them going 300 mile an hour in a quarter. They're getting 330 mile an hour at a thousand foot. Mm. So it didn't work. No, no, that, no. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I was, I, you know, I've been talking to a few uh, guys about this for a while, and I don't understand why they just limit the the fuel pump size. Like, say, that's you know, eighty gallons or whatever. You're allowed you know, one bucket or, fuel pump. You're not allowed to, one a, two, bucket. a two bucket fuel pump. <laughs> like, it limits the horsepower. Yeah. By um, you know, but anyway, yeah, no prep for me, definitely. Yes. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this one. You know what else I wouldn't mind doing? <laughs> yeah. Pose. Pose oh, race. Pose deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be Grudge cool. Grudge Kings. Grudge Kings. Yeah. That's it. That's another one that I'd, I'd like to do. That would be anyway. pretty cool. Anyway. Well, 300 series. Three, yeah. So, <laughs> I've got good news for you, Nick and Simon. Don't want to wait for 300 series, where the rumours are around of up to a four-year wait or double, triple. Four-year wait. Again, that's a rumour. Double, triple the wait. Um, no, double, triple the price just to get one. Um, well, you can, if you can afford a 200k Turner series, second hand. Four years? What happens if you die from COVID? 
while you're waiting. I, I've actually got a story in a minute. In a minute, I'm going to add to this. Not in the notes um, yeah, about yeah. someone that ordered a car. I have to be very careful who it is and who, how I name it. But we'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a Chinese company offering a conversion kit for your 300 series. No, for your 200 series. Sorry, convert it into a 300 series. What? Someone, there's, there's a, you can have a look <laughs> at yeah. it there. That's it. Bef- that's the before and afters there. So and the it, it's it's fr- why would it's you? a front bar, uh, front grill, front headlights, front bonnet. There you go. There's and a look, there, there's it's a, a de- it detail. that bad. You could get that in a pallet, wouldn't you? It's like a, to me a parts car. It does. <laughs> it looks like. It's great. Has it got a frame holding all the bits? Yeah, you you got to snap them off. you got to snap them off. Get the, po- get the pocket knife yeah, out and cut the, them out. What do they call those knives in America? Um, Stanley knife. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. they got a Sharpie or something. Or some oh, Sharpie, yeah, yeah. Some weird name like that, anyway. But, yeah, so uh, it's it's at the grand price of $6,000 Australian, approximately. And, uh, yeah, you can turn your 200 into a 300 series. So what are, are we going to buy it's, some X-Mine 200 series and flog them as... Do you think, I mean, I'm just talking out loud here because... Do you think the 300's uglier than the 200? Is that what you were going to say? No, maybe... I like 300, but anyway... I don't mind it as well, but what I'm trying to get my head around is will there be a following for the 300 but in the 200 running gear? So that's what, in essence... Oh, wow! So we get the V8 power still, uh, but... With the looks of the 300. Oh, you know what? That was just like a... That'd be a good command. <laughs> I saw the light mob go, Bing! Personally, I, I'd love them to do like a um, HJ61 series. That was series. a watershed moment, Nick. Thank you. A, a Thank 60 you. series kit for 300. I'd be really happy. A it. 60 series. See, that's more like it. I, had, I missed like my 60 series. Meanies. You know when they did the yeah. VE Blue Meanies? Yeah. Yeah, that, you, see, that would be cool. You know, they were... No, actually, I won't we need yet. to contact these guys and say, no, no, this is yeah, what you, you need to wrong. do. You, you need to do a 60 wrong. series <laughs> kit for the 300. And make sure it's a twin headlight. Core of the 300 divided by five. So. It's interesting you write here, Todd. You you say you'd rather buy the Patrol. There is a, there's a growing yeah. following for the Patrol, isn't there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, gents. I have to cut you off there. Oh, here we go. The Patrol, right? You know, they were the best four-wheel drive I don't care. I know all the Toyota heads will be going, oh, Land Cruiser. The Nissan Patrol, right? Especially like the TD42 automatic. Oh, that's the... Anyway, yeah. the new Patrol, I, I have to control myself to not puke every time I see one. They are so ugly. You can tell they're made for the American market. Oh, and, you got to sneak up on it. But if you're driving it, who cares? You never look at it. Oh, you just have to drive that's it. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, but it's like 10 miles wide. Yeah, and? So parking bays in Perth are designed for smart cars, I think, mainly. Mm. Yeah, they yeah. are. Especially but. City Beach. Went to City Beach a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. At night time. My car's not that big. And the, the, the bay, I was like, I had to, yeah. very difficult for no, me. It's, might... There's something, you know, wrong with, yeah. with the parking bay situation. It's just... You know, even on a motorbike, you struggle to open doors. You know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. No, you well, yeah, you struggle to get a leg over. You're right. So, I actually, when you put this in the notes, I thought it was a joke. I really did. I said, this what? Is, he's having a joke. What, this the price also? No, <laughs> the price I think is fine. Yeah, I think the price is good. Six grand for that body kit. Yeah. No, but, I was talking about the second-hand price for a Turner series. 175k for a second-hand 200 series. The Sahara model, which is, was the top of the Wazza, but that's... Uh, 175 grand. Yeah. I said for the money, I could buy the Patrol and have some change. A two-rad. 
Volkswagen Touareg. Or I could buy two Rangers. I could have one spare wheel and one brakes. <laughs> It'd be great. You'll need one. You'll need two Rangers. Yeah, I just want to go to a workshop all day, get them fixed, and then I just pick it up. I'll tell you what, Ranger hey. owners get really offended when you tell them their car's not that good. No, we I know. That's why I put we, in the notes. We shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't, we shouldn't mock it too. I'm trying to get a test drive of the new one. Do you have seen the new one? The new, yeah, the new yeah, that's Ranger. Different. That's awesome. And there's a new Ranger wrapped yeah, they, they got, up. Oh, I think they've got a 10-speed transmission in them now. Yeah, they're going V6 as well. Yeah. V6 diesel. I'm yeah. really excited. To, so don't but, you know? We love the Ranger. A couple yeah. of people I know that are a bit, you know, they know people. They know people. If you know what I mean. Mm. Um, they have just bought petrols. Okay. They've always bought diesels, and I said to them, "Why did you just buy petrol?" And they go, "Because it's not going to be available soon for anything other than like proper commercial use." And I said, what? They're going, man, they're going to have to ban it because Europe's banned it in the cities and they're going to do the same. Yeah. That's mm. <laughs> like, we're going to take another short break and when we come back, we're going to probably have a bit more conversation about this EV because I've got a good one for you about EVs coming up. So this appeared on my uh, news feed the other day. Very, I'm not, not trying to be EV-focused this week, by the way, but it's just, it's got me going. Feels like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I my fault. It's my <laughs> fault. <isn't it? laughs> oh, look, no, I've got a lot of my mates that have been, I said, been buying Teslas, and I I give more manner of crap. Let's put it that way, <laughs> all right? Um, so apparently an EV has finally crossed Nullarbor. Is that like a circumnavigation of the globe or something? Is that the kind of scale that we're talking about? So the, uh, Get that. the Volvo, the Polestar, has uh, crossed the plane using a fully off-grid power station using chip fat. Oh, we talked about this. So, so apparently biodiesel is carbon neutral, right? So... I, I told you guys, I want, to, I want to do a startup. So if there's any venture capitalists out there listening to this, right, give me a call, get in touch, email us, whatever you've whatever you got to do, smoke signals, I don't care. Because I, what I want to do is I want to buy fish and chip oil and bury it. Because I believe that if this is carbon neutral, then that must be carbon capture. And we can sell the carbon cat. And we'll make millions of dollars from the carbon credits. Millions. So the, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. The philosophy is that the carbon is captured by the canola yep. and vegetables that are created, that used to make the oil. Yep. And then the same amount of carbon is emitted by the diesel generator yep. that is powering... It's not a diesel generator, it's a canola generator. It's a biodiesel gen set to, to power the... EV. EV. What? what? I, I'm not, I How many watts? Like, I sound like I'm <laughs> knocking the EV, and I'm not. I'm seri seriously not. And I, hello to um. Oh, Jürgen. Jürgen. Is this his deal? The biodiesel deal. Partly. I've yeah. tr I tried to contact Jürgen about it. Jürgen, if you're listening, reach out to me. Um, I. I thought we'd been trying to get in touch with. We them have since uh, the, and the, the news article. And there's been some other people involved with Jürgen that their name appeared in the article. But neither of them answered their phone. But he's a Tesla guy. What are you doing in a Volvo? Well, it's not him that drove the car. Oh. But he's behind the generator. So hang on a minute. How did they get across the Nullarbor? So they had... They 
correct me if I'm wrong, did they tow this thing in? Or no, 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 no. Set? What I'm saying is, with the the hard borders. No, nah, you, you actually—I cut this bit out of the article. You actually got an interesting point. They only got as far as WA border. That was it. They got stuck to border town. Ah, oh, so they didn't cross the Nullarbor then, then, technically. Well, Nullarbor does end. They, at, they cross South Australia. <laughs> well, doesn't the Nullarbor technically end at Eucla? Yeah, I know, but but you know, we we look at it as going from Perth yeah. to you know Sydney, and I know Melbourne. some people that went from Perth to. Watertown or Eucla, yeah, to meet up with this. They were in an EV as well. Yes, they Run, were running on fish and chip fat. Um, towing a trailer. <laughs> towing a trailer. Them. Anyway, well, uh, Gen set. But my question then is, <laughs> yeah, my on. question is, how do you, are we taking into account the transportation of the fish and chip oil to the Gen set? How did it get there? Because that that that, well, that it's transportation. Burnt carbon. Rumor has it it was a sixty series towing a trailer. They had the generator and the chip oil, chip oil on it, out to the middle of the world. Because oh the point that I'm trying God. to make here is running that on biodiesel though. The sixty series running on biodiesel oh again. I've got to confirm this God, rumor. This is such okay. not a record. All right, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No, shout out to this. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I think what they're trying to say is that they're, they're trying to, to try and prove something. I'm not. I'm not against that. But I think we need to take into account how the chip oil. But there's not yeah. going to be an abundance of chip oil from the roadhouse and the, you, you know, no. on the on the air pinning, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean you can only have so many cheese sausages at the, at the, at the, <laughs> you know the roadhouse. You know what I mean? So the, the chip oil needs to get there, and it gets yeah. there in the in what manner? Look, I, I seagulls. There's an insider that I spoke to about this. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm I'm going to bring. I feel I feel that this is the appropriate time. And he said that the truck that's going to carry the fish and chip oil out to the Nullarbor will run on fish and chip oil. Okay. All that's right. what he said. Okay. No, fair enough. Have you actually heard how bad biodiesel is for some vehicles? For the engine? Well, it's oh, not. Yeah. It's, it's very Terrible. few. There's very few diesel. Like in the ag industry, yeah. there's, there's, I don't... I shouldn't talk out of school, but I don't know of any tractor that's biodiesel ready. I know... Again, I know someone... Uh, I, I, look, there's a, a company that uh, I've done bits and pieces for that have got a fleet of delivery trucks and they were buying it in the, the, the cubes. Yeah. And uh, they had some issues. <laughs> and I said to I've them, seen what does I'm just going to give you a little bit of advice. Maybe stop that yeah. and do this. And uh, they did that, which was just buying it from the Bowser. Yeah. And they had no more issues with the engine. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying that that you know that's the experience that everyone has with it. Um, but I do remember a very very funny story I'd like to, to share with you guys. It was my ex-wife came to my workshop once uh, driving a a um, and I, I didn't even know that biodiesel existed. Like you know the the thought of running an engine on fish and chip oil might be good as a bit of a prank. Mm. You know. Maybe uh, some sort of little stationary engine you start up to blend your cocktails with or something. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Run the back so the she, we, we, I'm standing there having a discussion with her and I said, oh, I can smell like, I don't know, Indian food or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's some dim sims, you know. Uh, I, uh, seriously, I could, I could uh, you know. <laughs> And, and I thought, it's not the lunch bar. It's not, you know. <laughs> and Dad said it was coming out of this Land Rover. 
dead set. And then she said, oh, it's running on biodiesel. All right. Uh. So like I said, if, if that is, you know, some sort of carbon neutral deal, then I believe, I believe that burying the the spent canola oil would be carbon capture. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And, and as such, if it is, that would be a lucrative market. You could sell a carbon credit. You could help Australia become carbon neutral by burying fish and chip oil. There you go. There you, go. there you go. There is technology out there at the moment in Canada. I believe it's been, and the Formula One are looking at it. So they're they're sucking carbon dioxide out of the air and turning that into a synthetic fuel. Not yes, diesel. but you know what they're not telling you, Nick, because I researched this. <laughs> Is it takes more energy, yeah, yeah, to make does, the yeah. fuel. So you're emitting more carbon to make the fuel yeah. than if you just used good old fashioned petrol. Well, don't they have Flintstone trucks up there at the moment in Canada? Have you heard about the transport crisis? <laughs> no, they got square wheels. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> all the all the Get trucks, out. all the trucks are parked in the capital from the convoy. The yeah. protest. But that is technology that that needs to be honed, no doubt, no doubt. But I think that's that's a step. That's a that's a step in the right direction. I was about to say the infrastructure's I, already there. Yeah, the, the yeah. Fuel, I don't know. Look, infrastructure. We're putting in petrol stations like you wouldn't read about. Yeah, I know. That's what I can't get. I can't get my head around that. Like, you know, there's this push for EVs. Yeah, yeah, they're building new service stations everywhere. So. Well, are they going to be charging stations one day? Is that the idea? Like, no, no, that's what I'm saying. The long, the long, the long. The long game has to be fuel still, and that's why yeah. I still believe in. This. I don't think so. I don't think so. The thing that puts me off EVs, though, is what do you do? Number one, the the life, the charges, the amount of charges that the batteries had. Yep. Um, that you, determines the value yeah. of the car, yeah. right? So and and so the cars are virtually worth nothing once the battery's, you know, yeah. um, out of out of its use by date. Let, you know, cycle, right? Number two, what do you do with those depleted batteries? Yeah, that's right. Well, I've got the problem, the problem with the Priuses. When the Priuses hit their end of battery life, there's a rubbish tip in China somewhere full of batteries. Can't be reused. Do, that's what I mean. And, and this is what people considering buying EVs need to think yeah. about. You know, like, I, I'm still not convinced that anything that we have done, airbags you know all this crap that we've put on these cars has actually made them better you know safer yeah. more environmentally friendly yes i wouldn't want to have uh, a um an accident in one of those old cars right because there is a good chance i'm going to get hurt the difference is though now when i drive my wife's car and it's got the auto cruise control thing yeah. and this thing and the lane correction thing and that there is a part of your brain that switches off. Oh, I've talked about this numerous times <laughs> yes. already. We, we all right, have you got a 1971 Falcon? That thing ain't got nothing. <laughs> right? You need to be on your toes. <laughs> I've been caught out already with this with this thing. This is an actual phenomenon. Yeah. And I, I, it's happened to me. The arcade's got lane assist and all that stuff. And I jumped in the XW the other day, and I'm telling you, because, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I just switch off now. That's what I mean. You need to be focused with those old cars, you, do, you know? You do. It should be a requirement. Everyone learns to drive stick shift. Stick hey, shift even the, on the tree. On the tree. The 1999 Evo compared to the Blade. I've got radar crews and some other bits yeah, and yeah, pieces. Yeah. Been driving the Blade for about two months straight, three months. Took the Evo out the other night. Same thing. 
You should get plates that say like Slayer or something on there. Why? <laughs> on what? <laughs> Blade. No, I want I, I want Knife Party, but what I can't year get is that. It? Uh, 2008. Did they do a Blade 2008? They did. There was, <laughs> there was a movie, yeah. I was going to call it. His name's Wesley. Wesley. That's right. Wesley. 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 That's gold. <laughs> so anyway, but that's uh, so like on that note. I was I had a question here. I said. Uh, uh, what do we think of electric cars? I think we know what we think of electric cars. They need a lot more. Oh, look, tech. I, I, yeah. I love them. Oh, the acceleration is phenomenal. <clears throat> yeah. And and um, you know, you got to understand what we're doing right now is pretty crazy, especially when we're racing. Regardless yeah. of what what type of racing it is, we've got a chemical reaction going on at the front, and then we're trying to power manage it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To ultimately put the power down. Uh, to the wheels if you yeah. have just the electric motors at the wheels you've kind of <laughs> you, yeah yeah but you've got all these associated problems the glass battery if they perfect that technology then you know that's a different deal yeah. that's a uh, but uh, there's another thing you guys uh, i think they're called uh, d- uh d- dendrite crystals never heard of so, them so so apparently in a uh, lithium battery the, these crystals grow over time and they eventually create a dead short. Yeah. And um, a petrol fire is usually, this is in Fahrenheit, uh, usually around 1100 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, when you do stuff with boost and whatever, you yeah. can get it up higher. But if you just light it up, that's kind of where it, it peaks. But I think the battery fires are like four or 5,000 degrees. Wow. <laughs> and um, wow. they don't need oxygen to burn. Okay. Um, the stuff around them needs the oxygen, but when when they short, they dead short. Yeah, so that's the other side of it, the safety. You know, yeah. like, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch this space. Watch this space. <laughs> we say that every episode. Anyway, we need another break, and I think Nick's going to come back and do our, our little sponsors now. Where to find us? No worries. Welcome back, episode uh, 132. 132. I had to I had to count, Nick. I had to count. <laughs> you had to, it's good. Like when you sent the notes, you said, is this episode 130, 131, 132? It I, is I had to take my shoes off to count. It is 132. <laughs> hey, we just got to shout out to also... Um, we are running a competition at the moment and we want your entries on your favourite Australian road trip. So send us in your details of your great Australian road trip. It's got to be nullable, surely. Well, no. It, where, where would your favourite road trip I think be? I co- did I cover this already? I can't remember. If I did we cover. did. We did years ago. No, no, but did we cover, did we cover it last year? Or did I, I can't remember. I've got several. Sure I'll ta- we did, but I'll, I mean, ta- I'll take a couple of short ones. The nullable is the ultimate. Yes and no. I mean, great. There is nothing like the Great Australian Bite. Oh yeah, look. It is I've actually got to drive it one day. I've actually got to drive it you, myself. You have, have you been? No, no. I've been across it with Dad back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Did you We're, get out and? Yeah, yeah. We stopped. You, you stood you, on the you, edge you, of. You the... knew my dad. He forced us out of the car. <laughs> I want to say at gunpoint, but he wasn't that bad. But he, he was get out of the freaking car. Stood at the edge of the world for all the flatlanders yeah. out there to listen to us. <laughs> And he also, we uh, we went and found um, some caves. You see, my old man uh, yeah, yeah. trapped rabbits in his youth on the Nullarbor. Yeah, yeah. And we found some random cave. We just were driving along the Nullarbor. And he said, I'm like, from memory, I turn left here and 
we're less driven to a cave. <laughs> I've got a photo of it. In our, we had a, a, a EA Falcon. Anyway, so, so send us in your favourite Australian road trip and Steve Edwards of SRE Auto Detailing, he's going to give you a three-hour auto detail. So get get email us, tell us your favourite Australian road trip and we'll be drawing that in the coming days. So looking forward to seeing what we have there. It's the Talking Power podcast. You can get us on 88.5 FM. Saturday mornings from 8.30 to 10 followed on by Captain Carlos and Naomi, straight after us. And um, also on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcast, or the Talking Power website, which is talkingpower.com.au. Yes. And I'd like to say also, if you do have a listen to us, hmm. do us a favour, give us a review. Yeah, a nice one would be nice, really yeah. nice. Yeah, a nice one would be... Jump on iTunes, if you're having a listen, have a look at the comments and just say, hey, good work, or what you want to hear more of, it... I was having a look the other night myself, actually, and I thought, you know what, a few more comments, just... Like, I get a lot of feedback from my mates, and I'm like, well, let me know what you want to talk about. Like, comment on some stuff like that. So, yeah, anyway. no, definitely. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to hear from you as well, hear your voice. Yes. So, uh, doing some uh, internetting, as I call it, or some pushing the keyboard around. Internetting? Internetting. <laughs> pushing the keyboard around. Anyway. Um... Travis Pastrama of Nitro Circus, Travis Pastrama, sorry, Nitro Circus fame, has built an L-Series wagon. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's the old Subaru wagon. I think it had many names here. I put some notes. The DL wagon, the GL wagon, but it was the 1600 or the 1800cc, you know, the old brick. Yeah, the, the one that looked like the Brumby. Yeah, but yeah. the wagon, right? The wagon, the wagon He's turned one into a Gymkhana car. Um... The, you have to see the photos of it. It's flares, big rims, brakes, apparently 600 horsepower. He built it for something different. Um, because apparently his insane 800 horsepower active aero WRX was a bit too much. And by active aero, it literally flew in the air. Um, the video is well worth the watch. That's killer, that thing. Oh, mate. But this thing is awesome. I love this thing. Oh, yeah. He's um, also built it, it because um, apparently it... Uh, it blazes the tyres a bit better than the uh, the 800 horsepower car. He can do a bit more with it, whipping around a bit more. Uh, I didn't say here. I just hope they've moved the handbrake from the front wheels to the rear wheels because <laughs> one thing I remember about every I've driven a few Subaru GLs and I'm not I'm not a lot of listeners probably have as well. You always the, the proper Subaru GL or the the wagon owner will always warn you the handbrakes on the front wheels. You've noticed that? I got told by three different people if they're about, about to drive their car, handbrakes on the front wheel there, Todd. Is it really? Yeah. And I think maybe they'd give it a try one afternoon, you know, with the mates in the back. And <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh... With all that weight over the front, it would probably end, though. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I remember it. Uh, one of my ex-girlfriends had one, actually. And, again, she even told me, she has handbrakes on the front there, Todd. Just a little... <laughs> this is similar to the car that Jackie Chan drove in Cannonball Run, isn't it? I thought that was a Mitsubishi. No, 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 that was in number two, it was a Mitsubishi. Number two, Maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah number one was a Subaru. Wasn't it the square one, the Subaru? No, I'm pretty sure it was this. Well, this is an 83. Yeah. Cannibal Run was done in 81. Oh, so maybe sure. we're up. Yeah. Yeah, it was maybe. definitely Subaru, and I'm pretty sure this was it. But, wow. That's why I have fond memories of this car. I like it because it's... I, mean, I remember him as well. Jackie Chan. I remember him going forever. They weren't that powerful. I don't think you're going to top that Mustang. That's just insane. Which must be? Who's the other guy that does all the videos? Oh, Ken Block. Ken Block. I mentioned here that um, 
look, Travis has taken over from Ken Block doing the Jim Carter series of late. Um, bit of a handover. And oh, so what? That's 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 it. Ken Block's done. No, nah, he's just taken a bit of a bit of a back seat. Um, that no thing's one. just ridiculous. Yeah, the uh, he's got the Hoona truck, which is quite awesome, and the Hoona Hoona Stang, I think was it. You know, the Hoona Corn. I, I sorry, I think he raced a Tesla. He raced a Mustang EV, one of the first Mustang EVs, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's now uh, Ken Block. This is now linked with Audi and Porsche, um. and he's bought. Bought, built himself a very, 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 very clean um, uh, Audi, the old Group B Rally Monster. They flew to quattro. Germany. Yeah, a Quattro. Flew to Germany last year, picked one up, brought it back to the States, turned it into an absolutely... The Quattro, they got beaten by the Lancia two-wheel drive in the World Championship. Yeah, only when Lancia wanted to, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. So... I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah. That's right, yeah? The two-wheel drive yeah. beat the four-wheel drive. Yeah, the 037. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, um, look... I'm not quite right with that Subaru. That is that is an earlier model. So uh, it's a 1600. Cannonball, yeah, that's 1600 from Cannonball. I don't think we've got those in Australia, tell you the truth. It's yeah. more of a sedan, but it's it's the same shape. Yeah. Yeah, that's the shape. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's just something I found interesting because uh, I remember... Very fondly, the Subaru wagons. And uh, look, if you've got a bored Sunday one afternoon and uh, some time to kill, jump on and watch the Jim Carner series. It's actually it not a bad series to watch. And it all started off as a, I found out some truth about this. It started off as a dare. Well, rumor has it, a dare for Ken Block to jump a rally car. And then somehow he ended up doing testing in an airport. And it wasn't even a proper rally car, it was a street car with a tune and some taut tyres on it. Yeah, there when he go. did the jump, he had engineers, NASA, he broke, he, aliens. He, he broke one of his back in one of those jumps. Aliens involved. He, in one of the jumps, he broke <laughs> his Ken back. Block. Yeah. In the snow jump. He was in New Zealand. Know, it was kind of like, it, 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 to me, it was a bit, it was, I don't know. Because it was like, yeah, there was a gap there, but there was, you know, what was the equivalent of a tailings mound on either side yeah. of the <laughs> I was about to say, and I'm not talking a new mine. I'm yeah. talking like you know, <laughs> BHP. A fun fact about uh, Ken Block and well the Hoonigan team, they actually did come out to Australia once. Well, I've been here a few times. They came out to Australia to see if they could film something under here, over here. But uh, how did they go with the council? Well, they uh, I put in our notes, <laughs> and, um, and I'm not being funny here. <laughs> the nanny state, well, they were chased out pretty much. Um, they scouted apparently parts of New South Wales and parts of Melbourne. Isn't it funny, isn't it? Some cities or mun- municipals yeah, will welcome this kind of thing, bring yeah. them in. Yeah, let's throw some money at them as well. Let's throw some cash at these guys because at the end of the day, this video goes viral around the world. People might want to come and see our yeah. city, our state, our, our city. Or, but in Australia, how do, what? You want to close a road? Or, or <laughs> in the case of the Matrix... Uh, where they shut down the whole of Sydney. I was there when that happened. And, yeah, so the... the I'm not sure which one it is. I think it's the second... The first and second one were and second filmed one. a lot in Sydney. And the third yeah, one... Yeah, the high-rise, all the high-rise yeah. scenes. They shut down the whole... Now, they would have paid for that. But you can just imagine when you got a budget of, like, 400 million or something. Yeah, Sydney was way cheaper than New York. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but these guys here generally... Speaking, these they get funded by the yeah. shires and the you know because it's a tourist. It's a you know yeah. the backdrop is the city, but we don't we don't endorse that sort of thing. How dare what? Yes. Don't race your car here. Race how dare you? Car. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you make entertainment and burn tires? 
I know. So. Anyway, but yeah, no, I I, I uh, look forward to watching that video actually. Yes. So, quick break, or do we just straight to the? Uh... No, we'll take a break actually. Yeah, right. we'll take a break here. We'll have a break, and then we're going to come back with F1 news. Mm. Cool. And supercar news. Same as we go home. No, I can I can cover the drags. I think. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, and some drag racing news from uh, the weekend just gone. So anyway, we're back after this one. So we're back. Do you want to cover the drag racing news then? Yeah, so we've had two massive events at the Quinana Motorplex or Perth Motorplex um, over or since since we spoke last. So mm. the first one was a Chase the Eight. Now, did you end up uh, listening to our predictions to see how accurate we were? No, I didn't in the end, but I'm I'm pretty sure we we said we yeah you did say Marty Murko. Um, but I'm pretty sure you also said Albie Backman yeah, as well. Yeah, well, Albie took it out, the $8,000, one of the, the biggest prize pools in drag racing history. And you said Matt Galotto. Definitely, definitely the biggest prize pool in Western Australia. Yeah. You said Matt Galotto, and I said, oh, I reckon his wife, Steph, will have a crack. And she run it she up. She run it up, yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was Albie and Steph in the final racing for the $8,000. Um, congratulations. Uh, top effort for all those involved. Uh, we also had the, the Nitro meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Catavartis taking the uh, the honours there. Not well, Andrew. He was feeling very very ill. He had to basically drive in, unloaded the car, went back home again, and then uh, arrived back at the track literally just before the car to go down the track. So wow. he was suffering some sort of bug. It's no good. That's no good. But, yeah, well, I mean, ill as he was, uh, they had the car for the night. Uh, tricky track. Uh, and door slammer. Uh, just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I watched the uh, bulk of the event on the live feed. And, I, you know, big shout-out to the whole crew there from the Motorplex. They do an amazing job with that live feed. It did kill me a little bit when I was watching it because... It was about 500 people watching it, and I was thinking about how much revenue stream they were losing. I mean, obviously not all those people are in WA, but, um, you know, we need to support the track. If we want the track to stay, we need to go down there and, and make an appearance. I, I couldn't because of um, uh, the boys and, and Nicholas's birthday. But, uh, yeah, once again, great job, guys, girls, fantastic. The coverage was awesome. It was it was like being there. The commentary was awesome. There's a new guy in the pits. He's fantastic. Chris uh, missed his second name, but he did an awesome job. Just really, really good. Um, yeah, so the door slammer final was Zap and none other. Marty Dak took down John Zapier. Wow. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a nail-biter. I, I, I think it was a tricky track. You know, but nonetheless, they they had the car. It went A to B, and uh, yeah, just uh, just enough. They had just enough to take him out. It was really close, close mm, finish, wow. close finish. Uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, I forget the the winners of all the other rounds, but um, it looked like a great event, and I wish I, I could have been there to to watch it firsthand. So Western Nationals coming up. We're looking forward to that. Yes. That'll be on the long weekend. In March. In yes. March, long weekend. Cannot wait. No, it'll be good. So we also had, well, uh, Brendan was down at the drags at the Nitro meet, but he's uh, detained at work. Mm. Yes. So I think he's actually detained at work. So Brendan, if you're listening, 
We we feel for you. You you're detained. Is he detained? He's detained. Is he in lockdown? <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. But he um was thinking me this morning. He had a they had no power. Some other things happening. And mm. anyway, he's he's enjoying it though. Hello to Brendan. Yes, hello Brendan. So he might have some interesting conversations at all hours of day and night now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, F one news. Yes, it's uh it's. Commonly known as a silly season, where the drivers and teams swap and everyone tries to keep the sheet over their car to the last minute. I think the next week or two or three... Yeah, Ferrari is in two weeks' time that they've announced yeah. their releasing of their new car. But um, That'll be done live. But the Ferrari time. boss has, has made mention, rule changes will make the cars indistinguishable. I, I said here in the notes myself, uh, yeah. only the colours and the sticker badges, for me, sometimes help me tell it apart. There, there is a. There, there are some rules that got changed this year. Not so much in terms of um, performance. So there's an engine freeze, as you yep. may mention here, Todd. So 2026. What, what like? Yeah. So no, no like engine. Cool Any freeze. <laughs> yeah. So no, no engine, no engine changes. No engine now development. 2026. No yeah. development at all. Not unless they. There is a stipulation there. There is a caveat, sorry, to that. If the if they can prove that their part is uh, weak and can be improved on, yeah, then they can make that change. But as long as that changes for all the all the teams, so yeah. But there's an yeah engine freeze going on and a a simpler. Hang on, I've, I had to read this four times myself. A simpler external surface to limit the use of complex wings. Yeah, that's well. That's something that they've been talking about for for some time. So what they're talking about there is <laughs> all get, this little pretty. Yeah, yeah. They want to get rid of the predator gills. Yeah, the predator yeah. gills and all that because <laughs> the canards and the catods and the canids. Can yeah, you break a yeah. couple of those can and, and, and yeah, yeah it's, you're into the pit. So I, I get that as well. I don't. I'm not completely against that. Uh, budget cap was dropped as well. Yes, yeah. this, this made me laugh. From 145 million down to 142.4 million so oh, mind you they, they, there is another caveat to that they said well last year 145 million got them through 21 races this 142.4 million's got to get them through 23 races so that's yeah. that's there that's there that's the budget cut there uh, more Ricky practice as well. Looking forward to that. How do they control that? Because the, the cars are a lot more advanced than what they were, and they used to spend four to five hundred million. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not convinced that that is completely. There's that's not it's, a black. That's not a black. No, and white I'm, I'm thinking. What, what? 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 What did we say? I think it was almost two years ago on this podcast. Bring back uh, the Webbers and H patterns and. <laughs> Yeah, something else and no wings or something like that. I mean, it's a common yeah. joke. Uh, we but keep saying Webbers, but I think they actually ran mechanical injection back in the yeah. day. Lucas, yeah. the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and another change, even though the tyres are changing from 13-inch to an 18-inch rim and tyre combo. I've about that one. They're going to look ugly. Yeah, it's going to look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, I've been saying this all along. This is a big, big mistake. It looks like big a Hot Wheels mistake. car now. But it's maybe look, it's not. Nah, maybe it's, it's maybe shit. we like that look. We but do. Millennials don't. No, well, that's they're appealing to that. I, I watched this thing on YouTube. I've never seen this before, but it's a thing where they put like thirty six and. It's called dub. Dub. 
He's a massive. Yeah, yeah, in America, right? Yeah, like, but but on, on caddies, on, old caddies. Yeah, and, yeah, well, yeah, not even like they were new cars. You know, new caddies and stuff. There's, and it looks <laughs> weird because there's this, like this little body. It, they look like swamp racers mm. with spinners. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. There's actually a whole scene about it, and then depending on what era the car is from, also means it's a certain type of car. So if you're running an old 60s or 70s caddy, Mustangs, like yeah. it's a cert, it's got a certain name. Then there's the 80s type cars. Then there's modern. They market very well, but dub, don't they? Yeah. Don't you reckon? And I think that's I think that's the wrong name. But cars is, were immaculate. Like there was not one car that was not, you know. Yeah. It's got a weird name. Oh. Isn't that how you say it, dub? Yeah, that one. That's one of the terms. It's got a f- again the the Hoonigan guys on um. YouTube covered it as well. I that's what it was. But called. it's just like a crazy. I don't. I they don't drag. Know. Have you seen? You just, you just say that. Sorry, we're getting off F one news here. But anyway, right. yeah, they, they go drag racing with them. I saw, and they rock on, up with like big block motors, like five forty cube plus. I saw a, a thing on, um, oh, some. It's, it was this challenge, and McLaren won it. Um, we, you, you oh, know, fastest car. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was one on there, but I, I didn't know. I thought he was just a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I look. My son's watched every single one of those episodes. But what are what are those Chevy Impalas? Is that yeah, what it is? Impala yeah. SS. I think so. I think that was one of the main cars that I saw. But mm. they, they were they're just weird. Yeah. Just very unusual. Yeah, no, there's a big. There's a big. Co- I'm pretty sure that's how you say it, Todd. Do you? Do you? There's something out. There's another term for it. Um, okay. Anyway, is that what the Formula One cars are going to look like? No, they're not going to be that bad, but they're going from a 13-inch to an 18-inch, and they are dropping the warmers down from... So the front tyres used to be at 100 degrees. They are dropping that down to 70 degrees, and the rears will go from 80 down to 70 as well. So interesting. So they're limiting the temperature that you can warm the tyres to. I'm sorry, but I'm losing more and more interest with motorsports. I, I just... I mean, what you know, Formula One is meant to be the ultimate, isn't it? Mm. Why is there even a set of rules? It should be like a width and a length, or even just a width. Can't yeah, make no, it any wider than saying, that. But I guess yeah. they're just trying to bring in. That's their way of. That's their. I don't know. Their token gesture into you saying like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna try and make this more. More exciting because the tyres are going to be a little bit colder and a little bit. Seems like they've created this thing and it's generating an income stream. Well, and they just want to keep it going for no real reason, to be honest. Todd, why don't you like tell us? Like the V8 supercars. No, hang on. Before <laughs> we get there, we're going to get there. Tell us a bit about Vegas as well. Well, America next year gets mm. a third round. Oh, yeah. Even Las well, Vegas. We knew that was going to happen in Vegas, yeah. Yeah. Um, Where are they going to go in Vegas? I don't know. They haven't said yet. Yeah. It won't, it won't be Caesar's car park. Caesar's Palace car park. Like the old days. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be. That's <laughs> with that, the witches yeah. hats. That was eighty and eighty one. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty much Bear a in done, mind, done deal. Bear in mind, that's one hundred and forty two million with zero engine development dollars mm. because they're using last year's motors. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And they're not allowed wings either, so where, where's it all going? <laughs> Hamilton's retirement house. <laughs> Red Bull? Yeah. Red Bull with no wings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. So, but uh, but like other news, there was like Singapore has had its contract extended to yes. uh, 2028. Saw that, yep. 
Albert Park is getting an upgrade. It's actually been on the news a bit. This there's um, some new track being laid down at Albert Park, and they it's have just about finished. I think they have some new grandstands they, going in. Are they going to move the the drain? <laughs> does, Ricardo's, does anyone, Ricardo's drain. Someone spoke to Daniel Andrews about the drain. <laughs> oh, uh, there's also the uh, the date for the Australian Grand Prix has been moved to April eighth and tenth. Uh, Twenty, no, twenty fifty. Melbourne's been pushed back a bit. It's not the, it's not the opening round. I'm, I don't want to jinx this. I'd love to see an F one round in Australia again. It'll uh, happen. It'll okay, happen. you yeah. reckon? Yeah, okay. yeah. So they'll they'll actually they won't they, won't, they will actually open the gate this phantom time. race yep. or <laughs> no? This will happen like a phantom Melbourne Cup or so all, all happen, the people guys? that had the tickets for last year they get free entry this year. No, it was, it was no race oh. last year. It was the year before. Oh, the year before. Gosh, sorry. Yeah. Now this will happen. This will this will be a thing. It's going to happen, guys. Right. Well, I hope I'm not proven wrong. And the, oh, look, the, look at it this way, right? It's not in WA, so there is a potential that it might happen. <laughs> yeah. If it was in WA, we know it's not happening. I know. Yeah, we, should, we should talk about that a bit later. Supercars and TA2. Can't get out, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the opening round is the opening, yeah, the opening round is in Bahrain on March 18th and 20th. And uh, yeah, in other side news, uh, Daniel Ricciardo received an Australia Day honour. For his significant service to motorsport as a competitor and ambassador. Wow. Deserves it. He does. He's done, done a great certainly. job. I, mean, I'm not, did, I didn't want to pick on Daniel, did, but did my mind. Mark Webber get one before? Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to ask. I don't, I don't remember him getting one. No, I think he's got an... Uh, look, I don't know. I'd have to check, but I, I thought he had an OA. But... There you go. Should I would check. like to think that... Me too. You know, because he was... He was pretty cool. He just got robbed. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yep. I mean, again, I'm not picking up. I'm not picking on Daniel everybody. Don't, don't no hate mail. You know. Um, no, no, we're not. You're not. No, 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 no. Da- Daniel's awesome, not, but, but um, Weber. When you think where Weber came from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he got to yep. and how close he got with nothing in the end happening. And it shows you how good he was or is, because you know there was a lot of people before him that had tried. Yeah. Mm. After, you know, Brabham, mm. and yeah. they didn't get there, and that sponsors like Walkinshaw behind them, and mm. they didn't get there. Yeah, didn't he make his um debut? Well, not debut, but one of his biggest claims to fame is he got one of the Benetton cars that was an absolute pile of, you know what, into a decent position. And I think the thing with him was that he would get in anything and drive it, yeah, to its limit. Mm. Quite often, the engineers would lie to him about where the limit was. <laughs> like the Mercedes incident, which happened oh, yes. twice. Twice, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Was that yeah. the... Uh, that we, we flipped the car. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Car. That was scary. So, but, uh, but that's what he didn't have news. I mean, there's still a rumour that... the second time he decided not to drive that car again. <laughs> yeah. There's that's a really right. good interview on Top Gear um, yeah. where he discusses it. Yeah. I had a mention of Hamilton there, but no one really cares. So I do. Sweet. I care. Is he retired? Okay, you can you can mention it then. No, I don't. I don't think he will. He's still. He's still. He's probably going to get a fine for not turning up to the awards night as well. Yeah. But um, what was that? A some sort of. Oh, yeah. So it was the awards know, night. Nah, you guys don't know. Up. He was protesting Australia Day. Well, while we're in F1 news, just oh, did anyone go. go to the Sky Show? No. Hell no. No, no. I didn't, didn't want to I didn't participate leave, in the super spreader event. I didn't leave the house. No, I didn't, I, but I, 
I've, Actually, I haven't been for years. This has nothing to do with COVID or not. No, no, I lie. I um, I went to my friend's house and helped him change brake pads on a Lexus. That was an interesting experience. That's all right. That was great. I was like, we probably need to take another quick break after that one, and we'll uh, we'll come back with your second favourite thing, Simon. Supercar news. <laughs> So, we're back, episode 132, um, supercar news. I'm actually a little bit excited for supercars this year, because it's kind of going to be like the last... Because it's not coming to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that say that, but it's unlikely. Let's, be, let's talk about the elephant in the room. We may as well. It's not going to come. It's not coming. Nah. Up. Shout out to anyone from Wasic listening. No, but it's not their doing no, this no, time around. Mate, they are, a great, time, yeah. they are a great bunch of... West Australian Sporting Car Club, another uh, entity that should be supported by everyone as much as possible. Yep. Um, some awesome racing, awesome people. They are a great bunch of guys and girls, yep. you know, and they, they work tirelessly to keep Barbagallos running, putting on the events, you know, uh, the scrutineering. Like, all, you know, there's people, uh, they're volunteers. Mm. Um yeah, and, and, you know, instead of worrying about the V8 supercars, we should go and support more of their events. Yeah. They have some great, Actually, particularly the, the Twilight events. Yeah. You know. Actually, I think they made a statement today about their uh, COVID policy. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, supercar news. There's, a, there's been a question going around lately. Should supercars race overseas again? Oh, New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, well, New Zealand. Yeah. Maybe Indonesia, China. Hmm. So I said no. I, I, the New Zealand, no. I mean, tried it, China a few years it, ago, Shanghai. Yeah, and it was boring from memory, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't that exciting, but that's that was a long well, time ago. Did anyone go? <laughs> they were racing BAs and V. <laughs> v. See, I, I look, I'm not interested then, in, in that. They should take that. that uh, Rip off of the Br- British touring car series no, on the I road. A, that's a that's. A I made a comment here. I actually said. You know what they call those things? What? British touring car championship. Yeah, the BTSA. Um, in the UK, I've got many friends in the UK that are into motorsport. They love the supercars over there. Mm. I can't get enough of it. I reckon it's into Britain. Let them run around a couple of tracks in Silverstone. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. They packed the house. Yeah. They, trust me, they love them over there. They absolutely go bananas. There's, again, there's actually one of the biggest... But they're slow. They love them over there. They reckon that compared to their BTCC, which is, you know, four-cylinder and stuff like that... Yeah, but I think they're faster around the track. They, they are, but they reckon that there's more, more carnage and they're fun, more fun to watch than their The V8 supercars, yeah. carnage. Yeah. It's more nah. visceral. That's nah, sure. the, the, their touring car championship, well, by far... In my opinion, as far as circuit racing saloons, uh, definitely the most exciting to watch. Definitely, mm. by far. A very by close a second short. to their rallycross series. You seen some of the rallycross series they do over there? No, but I have oh. watched that ice racing. That's out there. Well, that's oh, that's loose. <laughs> that is great, and the, the engineering on those things. Yeah, that's <laughs> the engineering on those. Now they got spiked tires. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It kind of looks like something out of Beyond Thunderdome. You, do you guys remember? This is going back a long, 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 long time. Mirabuka uh, Ice Rink. 
they did a speedway on ice there one night. One night only, yeah, and I went to it. It was bikes. awesome. Yeah, bikes. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought someone was going to die. <laughs> yes. For yes. sure. I thought I was imagining things. I was... Yeah, I was there that night. I was young. One night only. Speedway yeah. on ice. That is, a, that is a mental... Like, that is... You yeah. know, because those things have got spikes, like, yeah. that long. There you go, answer the question. No answer the castle, we should go ice racing. All right, cool. That sums that up. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think that we should drop the supercar championship altogether and, and uh, take up the... Um, the uh, What do they call that other series? It's like the British Touring Car Championship. Oh, T- TCR. No, TCR. TCR. TCR, TCR, that's it. With the Golfs and the Audis. Speaking of... Because I believe it is more relevant. Yes, you know, I mean, we're still racing Commodores. We haven't made them yeah. for how many years? Speaking of TCR, I know this isn't in your notes. No, I didn't I, get a chance to read anything, so yeah. yes. But I'd just like to hijack the, your show for one moment. No TCR, have you seen the latest rumour, ARG, who owns TCR and S5000 yeah. and all that, Stan and Channel 9 looking likely to get the rights to that? Oof. So this is this is a what? Yeah, Stan. but he works. He runs Channel Seven. He doesn't well, work he's only. There. I did a bit of research into that. Actually, I did a bit of research. James Warburton's share is now down to five percent of T, of ARG. So wow. But interesting. Barry Rogers, forty-seven point five percent owner of ARG. Brian Boyd is twenty-eight point five percent. John McMillan, uh, 19%, and James Warburton's only 5%. And they are likely to go over to Stan and Nine. Stan, no, Channel Nine owns Stan. Stan. Yeah, I've got Stan, so that's good. Yeah. I can watch. But do you think we're fragmenting motorsport too much now? As like, in... now you're going to have to buy Stan. Well, yeah. You've got Foxtel over here. Yeah. You get Netflix is... The, the, the rumour out there... has got to go. It's got to go, Nick. It's The rumour is Netflix at some point will probably broker a deal with Formula One. Because at the end of the day, let's look at Drive to Survive. Why are they doing Drive to Survive? Oh, yeah. So Netflix is likely to take Formula One and in maybe ne- five ne- years' Netflix time. Netflix has been doing a lot of Formula One stuff yeah. for a lot of years now. So it makes sense. That's the next yeah. step. But how many different pay pay subscriptions are we going to need to get to get our dose of motorsport? But that's that's the world. That's where we're going. It's too fragmented, Simon. Nick, if you watch commercial TV, mm. it's mostly ads. Yeah, and they they even engineer it so there's it it has a subliminal effect. Yeah. Like you already know when there's like seven to eight minutes left of the show that there's going to be like this random break. That doesn't fit in with yeah. anything, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they know you're not going to walk away from the TV. For and you this get life. ice cream, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed what well, nine doings? They do it, that, you know, in that with that that what you were just talking about when there's like ten minutes left in a show, they have this really really long commercial yeah. break, yeah. long one. But in the middle of the commercial break, they put a highlights package. Of what's coming up or on the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlaws, yep, they do. Yep. Yeah, so this is what this is exactly this is, what I'm talking this about. This is the torque converter here, and torque converter. What it does is they do like this technical explanation <laughs> of a torque converter right in the middle of the commercial. Then it's back to commercials yeah. again. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's so there's rumor um, Motor Trend are going to go to Amazon. Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys how you get around all of this. Mm. I'm going to share this secret that I've had for many, many, many years with the world. So most modern TVs have this kind of a record function. What a lot of people don't know is you can actually play while it's recording. 
Okay. So what you do is you start watching the show 45 minutes late. Mm. And I you fast forward the ads. all the ads. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I watch commercial TV. Well, you know, my, fit, my, my fetch top box will do that. Yeah. Yep. Yep, my fetch top box will do that. Yep. Anyway. anyway back to supercar news. <laughs> um, so we've, we, I think we found a missing link of why the stadium trucks have left. Mm. <laughs> Aussie racing cars are coming back. Do which, really? Do you think that's the missing link, do you? Do which? The Aussie racing cars. Oh, no. <laughs> I was excited there about this. So, like, look, I, I, I love that class. I yeah. really do. But I love it from the perspective that I would enjoy driving one of those things. Mm. I don't think it's something that people enjoy watching. I really don't think... I used to like watching it. No, there's nothing for okay, me. Well, when you were a child, maybe, but now that you're an adult... <laughs> yeah, actually... There's nothing for me. Okay, well, I won't... You know, there are so many other racing categories. You know, like, we, do, why don't we have a really good open wheel category to go to, to complement the V8 supercars? Mm. You know, or, or a, a really good GT category yep. to complement the V8 supercars. Yeah. Or sports sedan, like they used to. Yeah, sports sedan, I think, is where, where it needs to be. Uh, GT, the GT series is there, but not not big enough to run at, at the same amount of events that the supercars do. I think that... Well, how many G, did they do? How many rounds do they do? Seven? Mate, if you can afford yeah. to turn a Lambo into a race car, I'm sure you can afford to do... Yeah, I, you know, yeah. agreed. But I, I just don't think those well, most even, of those guys are full time workers in another profession, mm. or even, or even use the local talent. Mm. You know, like they come to Perth, the West Australian Sporting Car Club. They sit down with them, and say, "We're going to give you guys the opportunity to put on a show." Yeah, you know, but we need some sort of class structure here. So yeah. it could be the street cars or yeah. Mm. Well, they used to be. They have done that in the past. Yeah, street yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, That's what they need. To one, do. I remember one year, ooh, four or five years ago, the supercars came to Perth, and it was Formula V, Formula Ford, and street car were all support categories, which yeah. was good. You know what they'll never let? What S- the the supercars? The supercars, because I'm pretty sure they're quicker faster than a and faster car. than the V8 supercars, <laughs> and that of, is embarrassing. Some of the street cars are 250 cc. <laughs> uh, not, not, no, they're nearly as fast. The, for me, a big eye opener. The last time I went, which was a long, long time ago, it was raining, and the uh, the V8s were faster than the sports sedans. Which I, I was going, how's that even possible? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, they have better developed aero yeah. and the drivers don't really care if they wreck the cars because it's not their car. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. the sports sedans are really works of art. Yeah. You know, like... But, yeah, I, I think there's other categories. And, and the thing is, if you want to keep a cat... You know, this is the problem with all motorsports. It doesn't matter if it's Formula One, V8 supercars, TCR... You need to have feeder classes and you need to be prepared to have a gamble and help those guys because if you help those guys get a bit of coverage, get a bit of sponsorship, then they'll stay in the game. 
Whereas nowadays, most motor racing has become like, you know, you're in your 50s and 60s and you decide, I want to give it a crack because you've made your money now. Yeah. And you either buy a team or you have a crack in a category, you know, yourself. Mm. You know, like the, I guess the, the supercars, you need to be pretty athletic to drive those things from... Yeah. You know, so, so you just hire a guy, but you run the team and, and get the buzz out of it. Where You, you know, that's not... You've got to ha- have that grassroots, and that's the thing. We're not, we're not really helping the grassroots guys anymore. No. You know, we've forgotten that. Like, I remember as a kid growing up, there'd always be a race car at a school fete on display or, you know, doing the occasional start-up or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, to encourage, you know, because we were proud of it. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of gone now. Mm. That's something that I, when, when the kids are a little bit older, I really... I will be keen to do stuff like that. We talked, to be honest with you, we had this exact discussion for the Aussie Park show afterwards. Like when we, once we'd done the Aussie Park show, as a bit of a debrief, because we, you know, when we had the BA there, we didn't do it this year. But after the Aussie Park show, I said, you know what, moving forward, I think we need to like uh, highlight, especially in the Aussie Park show, someone from the area. That brings a car in. So you know the first guy that came to my mind yeah. was just down the road, Dick Ward. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he brings the legend, yeah. absolute legend. You know, hey, brings the, the the Fiat Five Hundred yeah. sports yeah. sedan in. Well, Imagine yeah. how cool that would be. Oh yeah, mate. That, and Barber, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what we've lost. We've become so clinical and you know uh, replicative in these classes. So restricted by the rules. I mean, the whole engine rule package that they've got for V8 supercars where the engine has to make that's certain torque stupid. at this yeah, RPM and power, yeah. you know, nah, that's a crock, mm. you know, and the cars are so far removed from a production car that it's it's just a crock, it's mm. just a crock, mm. you know, the old days of Group C, the argument was that the rules were too open and whoever whinged the most, you know, got yeah. the peripheral port or, you know, bridge port or whatever, <laughs> yeah. extend port or you know, whatever, uh, dodgy minimum weights and all this sort of stuff. But yeah. it was fun to watch because, you know, some of the cars were fast in a straight line, some were faster around the corners, mm. some were better through the S's, and you actually got to see some racing. Now it's kind of like follow the leader. Mm. Yeah, They almost look like rail carriages coupled to each other. They are. Yeah, right. Yeah, Congo line, I think. Russell Congo Ingle. Yes. Russell Ingle once called it the Congo line. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see. A side note here, Gen Three, what next year? Yeah. Um, what Gen Three does, which will be currently the Mustang versus the Camaro. Uh, I'm not no, not made here. Wilkinshaw is yet to make a decision. Rumours of a BMW or a Jaguar mock-up, but not to be confirmed yet. I'd love to see a third manufacturing. But uh, it's not the same. To no, I know, but you know, if they weren't like the way they are where it's just a, a fiberglass body draped over a chassis I mean they're, they're effectively now they're like funny cars but slow mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. these funny cars are fast you know what I mean yeah but as Todd pointed out in his notes here you make a very valid point what did we learn in the last I don't know what is what, what did we learn in the last 17 years I don't think we learned a lot did we no no we and you know what if you're gonna if you're gonna do that if you're gonna have that deal then copy the funny car deal. Make it a, a fixed chassis, a fixed motor, a fixed transmission, fixed ratios, 
and drape whatever body. Mm. Uh, the the touring car, you know, whoever yep. controls the rules, they manufacture the bodies and the wings, and and there's your there's your go. Now you guys yeah. get to adjust your your. So uh, Camry, yep. Yeah, Camry, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and and what have you ended up with? You've ended up with the the um, the opposing series. That's yeah. effectively what they are. Yeah, yep. You know, so that tells you the V eight deal is is it's dead in the water. It's yeah. It's only supported by the people in that community. Um, if you gave, if you had something else for the other people to watch, and yeah. you know, I mean, we've all watched the other series. Yeah. Mm. It's way more fun with the H pattern. And <laughs> <laughs> but I take on board what you said there, Todd. I even right, look at that. Very true. So, uh, it's very interesting. From 03, when we had Project Blueprint, Car yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. Car, all these acronyms that we came up with, we haven't really learned anything because no. here we are, we're calling it Gen 3 now, and we, we've... Yeah, haven't progressed in yeah. the sport at all. Did NASCAR have any luck? Because I, I, I heard their crowd numbers are their, their crowd numbers are terrible. Yeah, really bad. Yep. That that they have lost the legion of fans like you would not read about. I yeah. read an article on the weekend about NASCAR, and they are shot to pieces. They went e they they went EFI. They went the car of tomorrow. Yeah, they they went. You know, like what theirs, I think. Project Blueprint as well, or something similar. No, that's Car of the Future. future. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Co- sorry. Cot. Yeah, Cot. C- yeah, Cot. Yeah, yeah. Car of Tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, some events coming up. The Speed Event Series. Um, our good friend Phil Morley and some others. They've got ninety entries already. Uh, first round is at Collie on the nineteenth and the twentieth of Feb. Um, I'm undecided if I'm entered yet. I'm very considering. Shout out to Phil. Yes, I am considering it. I am very close to considering it. Um. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. I do know I'll be doing a few rounds of that this year because I've got some interesting rounds. The uh, first round of the Targa West Sprint Series happened the other week, I believe, or second round, actually. And, Go to the Targa West Facebook yeah. page. The calendar's up there. David Smith's put the calendar up. Motivation today, if you're listening on the radio. Yes. Or, or last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Depending on when we get played. Um, do, you guys, do you think the numbers will be down? Oh, it's hard to say. I don't know. Yes. The spicy cough will keep people away. <laughs> the spicy <Yeah>. cough. <laughs> How did you come up with a spicy cough? I can't take full credit. There's a friend of mine in Melbourne. She used it on me the other day. She goes, she actually got the spicy cough, the poor thing. She goes, I got the spicy cough. And I lost it. I lost it on the phone to her. But uh, I'm, are you guys going to motivation? Will beat motivation? No, I won't be going, no. I, um, have you we'll have the kids, so... Okay. Um, I, would, I wouldn't I would mind going. Uh, we've got a few cars that are, are going to be hopefully there. <laughs> yes. They make it through the dyno. <laughs> <laughs> so, and any other events coming up that we are unaware of or... See, that motivation is an interesting one because that will have to be remotely run again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... But they have a good uh, group of guys and girls over here that can remotely run. Right, they had they had a good group of guys and girls before Street Machine that's, was involved. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Simon that's sorry, Simon that's was involved. Yeah, that's um, very true, Simon. Yep, yep. And we're thinking of those people as well. Yes, that's right. So, well, that's it. Episode one thirty two. 
Thank you, Todd. I must, uh, I must thank you because you've done a magnificent job here hosting tonight as well on this podcast. Good really advice. appreciate that. And, uh, and uh, again, don't forget, email us your favourite road trip. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, yeah. thanks for coming in. That's it. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Simon. See you, gents. See, ya. See you, guys. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM. The Valley Comes Alive and podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.